Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about freelancing, how to earn money, and we have a lot of examples with web design. And I'm excited to discuss these topics with Adriana Fiam. How are you? Good. How are you, Anatoly? Am I pronounced correctly your name? <laughs> Adriana Thimi, yeah. Ah, Thimi, uh -huh. okay, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. I, I, uh, you know, it's interesting because you asked me about my name. Your name, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, but when I uh, scheduled this meeting, you know, provide the settings, <laughs> I forget to ask the same. Mm -hmm. Okay, before we start, introduce a little bit about yourself, your background, and why you decided to pay attention with uh, design. Sure. So uh, I am actually originally from Brazil, but I live in the U.S., in Florida right now. Uh, I started my career in web design back in 1998, so a long time ago. Um, I left Brazil and I went to Australia to study information technology, and that's how I got started. So when I was doing my bachelor degree, I got a job in IT as a web designer back then, uh, and then eventually, you know, things changed. I went into uh, web programming, back-end programming, and then kind of circled around back to uh, web design again, um, more specifically when the pandemic started. Um, I was working full-time for a company that kind of cut my hours, and I kind of had to start looking more seriously into freelancing web design. So that's when I put a lot more effort into it. But I've been doing this a long, long time. So I've seen pretty much a lot of, of the tools that are out there in the market. So, and I love what I do. I really do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Awesome yeah. experience. And, know. You, know, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Uh, I pay a lot of attention with digital marketing, but, you know, we can't get results with, without awesome design. And yeah, um, yeah and uh, that's why I think that uh, we spent a lot of time to provide user experience, to analyze them. And uh, most of them are related with uh, design. And it's mm -hmm. interesting that uh, I often see when websites uh, are trying to copy Amazon, Facebook or many other mm. big websites. But uh, I'm not sure it's a good idea. Can you share your insights? For example, yeah, if, um, sure. yeah uh -huh. if, if I want uh, to create a new website, where I need to start? Okay, that's interesting that you're asking that because I just created a masterclass two weeks ago. I was teaching online exactly about the subject that when you have to create your first website for your business, uh, yes, it's good to do some research on your competition and other websites that you like, but you definitely have to plan the site for your specific needs. So you need to know the audience that's going to be visiting the site, you know, who you wanted to sell to, who your customers are right now, what your, your, uh, your best products or services are right now, so you can feature them and show cast them a lot more on your site. So, um, yeah, so you definitely have to do a bit of planning before you sit in front of a computer, open your WordPress or Wix or whatever you want to do, um, because you're going to have to generate results for your business on your website. Nobody goes into, you know, social media and all of the other things just for the sake of it. And then you shouldn't create a site just for the sake of it. So you should be able to generate some results from your site too. So the first thing you want to do is plan your site, think about 
you know, objectives that you have commercially for your business before you start putting the design together. And then I do recommend, you know, to go to a professional web designer and get it done correctly for you. So that's to, to me is the first step. If you were a small business and you're just starting out and you need a website, yeah, just do a little bit of research first. Don't go copying your competition. Definitely don't copy your competition because you want to be unique on what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah, valuable. Okay, uh, uh-huh. let's talk about uh, some elements. For example, uh, I often see when the masters uh, submit a lot of uh, items, uh, products, uh, goods on their homepage uh, or uh, other pages. Uh, but uh, when uh, customers open their websites, they might confuse <laughs> what to click, yeah. what and um, I, I think um, I don't remember exactly the number, but it's like uh, plus 70% of users prefer to have experience with a simple uh, website structure. Can you share your insights? Uh, for example, when I open apple.com, I can see only iPhone, you know, on the first mm-hmm. visible screen. Mm-hmm. Scroll down, I can see MacBook, uh, but nothing else. I don't see a lot of elements, a lot of pictures, also yes. designs. Simple iPhone, uh, a few, I don't know, like like uh, mm-hmm. one sentence, that's it, you know, short sentence. Yes, yes. Yeah. Can you provide your insights? How to start uh, drawing your uh, homepage? Definitely. So you would have different strategies depending on what you do. If you do an e-commerce versus a service website, you would definitely have different ways of doing it. For an e-commerce, what I see people talking a lot about, uh, you know, in terms of conversion and keeping things simple is exactly that, not to clutter the homepage with lots of products and get people totally confused because people, when people land on your land, on your homepage, you don't really know what they're after. So so the homepage needs to be as clean as possible, you know, navigation, very simple. Uh, yes, exactly a banner or something that identifies the service or the, the main product that you sell. But as uh, you know, the principal case, keep it simple, stupid, also applies to website design. So, you know, even though you can be a bit creative and use animations, you know, 3D rendering, that kind of thing, don't try to do too much at the same time. Otherwise, people you know get confused they abandon the website and you know you lose a customer that way so i like to keep it very simple on my designs i don't recommend using a lot of you know uh, things happening on the home page at once uh, the home page is the most visited page on most of the sites so it gets a lot more traffic than all of the other pages so especially on the home page you got to keep it clear message to be very clear you know and you know, provide the user with kind of pathways to where they can go. You know, if you want to know about the service, you go here. If you want to know, you know, sign up for an ebook, you go there. But, you know, not too much at the same time. <laughs> so people only spend, you know, they, this, this tension span on the internet right now is like five seconds. So, you know, if in five seconds people land on your page and they don't understand what you do, then something is is going against your you know your business your interest in that in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Okay, uh, let's talk uh, more deeply about uh, homepage. For example, mm-hmm. 
for me from my experience uh it's much simpler to write uh long sentences than uh, short ones you know because okay mm-hmm. to uh to cut all my thoughts to choose only uh necessary stuff you know to even to leave uh, important stuff you know and mm-hmm. um, um uh, i completely agree with you uh, by the way albert einstein proclaimed uh, mm-hmm. many years ago <laughs> decades ago about uh, that you need to make everything uh, simple as possible but not simpler uh, yeah exactly and uh, for example when i open uh, apple.com uh, i want to uh, talk a lot more about apple because yeah uh, mm-hmm. the website uh, is awesome and mm-hmm. i i see free space a lot of free space you know uh, many different yeah areas. yeah mm-hmm. uh, but you know um, uh, many uh, people proclaim we need to submit a lot of blogs there to submit a lot of information when users open it how to choose i don't know like uh, w- what to uh, leave there uh, and mm-hmm. what it's better to remove okay okay so that comes to the planning of the website and I, to me that's very specific to you know the niche where the person is inserted the type of business they do you know as a reference we would have a few parameters that you could use you know you should have uh you know when the people land on your homepage, a banner of some sort that you know gives an impactful image of your uh, service or business yes a, a highlight a sentence or you know a title for what you do very clearly no jargons no you know uh everyday language but something really specific and then what i like to do is uh, you know go by sections on your homepage. you know create a sections that would point to the services you you provide maybe a small section about your company or team uh talking a little bit more about who you are and where you come from and how you help your client it's always in the perspective of how you help clients not it's not about you. So just, you know, your website shouldn't be about you, should be about your client. So yeah, your homepage needs to be thought about and planned depending on what you do specifically. But I like to keep it as clean as possible, not too much scrolling, not too long. And also uh, at, the, at the end of the homepage, sometimes I like to have a call to action that would take the visitor somewhere to send you a contact or request a free quote or something like that so that you capture the attention at the pay of the person on the page at the end of the page so um yeah so it all depends on where you know your niche is inserted but i like to keep this the home page simply structured so that we don't you know give too much at once so mm, cool mm-hmm. okay from your experience uh what is better uh to write text and uh, draw design or uh, draw design and submit text to, uh, <laughs> to this mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know, yeah. it's I, always it's always a tricky situation I would say to me I understand that the copy of the website is the most important okay the graphics can be adjusted um, so to me doing the opposite having the, the graphics first and the text later kind of restricts the message because the person writing will have to try to adapt the writing to that photo that goes with it so i don't like that idea very much i prefer the opposite i prefer to do a thorough keyword research first 
on, you know, Uber Suggest and some of the, the other tools, come up with the list, give it to the copywriter and say, hey, this is what we're going to target on the website. And then, you know, I probably would give them a wireframe with an idea what, what I want to do, but not really start from the design perspective. But I like to start from the copy perspective and get the message really correct, really clear. Yeah, yeah. I, com I completely mm -hmm. agree with you on you know because mm -hmm. uh, uh, I often see when uh, designers create uh, awesome design and when mm -hmm. these uh, <laughs> content managers or uh, I don't know developers submit text mm -hmm. to this design, yeah, it looks uh, I don't know, it's like uh, it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I and, think it kind of limits the message on the website. And, you know, it's not, you know, most of the time, unless it's an e-commerce or something like Apple that sells an amazing mm -hmm. product, you know, the photograph is really important. But if you are a service like an accounting service uh, company or something like that, then photos are not really that impactful. It's really an explanation of what you do and how you serve your client that's going to convert them not really a photo like a stock photo of someone holding you know a pad or something you know so yeah, yeah. so that's that's how i approach it mm -hmm. okay uh, let's talk about uh, pictures uh, for example um, the masters uh, often use uh, some uh, stock uh, websites. Uh, mm -hmm. I think nothing is wrong with that because uh, if you can uh, find some uh, interesting picture and you can uh, change a little bit, you know, <laughs> to provide some mm -hmm. ad additional, uh, I don't know, design, you can get unique one. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. the same with, with text. Yeah, for example, um, if you read uh, a lot of awesome blog posts, you can uh, submit, uh, I don't know, like to add your experience and provide uh, yeah. a new text as well. Can you share mm -hmm. your insights? How to uh, uh, do you use uh, stock uh, websites and uh, how to create something new from this okay okay i do try to avoid using stock photos mm -hmm. unless it's there's no other way like if you're doing a website for an accountant uh, you know company then you know you have not a lot of options you're gonna have to use a bit of stock photos but uh, i work with a lot of home services clients that do home renovations uh tree services gardening services and they have a lot of their own pictures they take pictures of the jobs that they do and some are good pictures uh, uh, so I do try to use those to showcase their own work. I try to avoid going and getting a picture of a beautiful kitchen that you know this guy did not build. So I try to tell them, hey, give me your best pictures. In the next couple of weeks, pay attention to the pictures you take. Or maybe, you know, if you can hire a photographer to come, to come with you to a job site, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, I try to stay away from stock photos as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. I, I think yeah, it's common issue on the online <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. with these uh, stock pictures. And for me, yeah, it's better to have uh, less quality but unique and yours than <laughs> uh, totally. some high quality. But when everyone uh, knows about this picture, yeah, you know, people yeah. realize that this is a stock photo. This is fake. You know, you didn't build that. So why are you showing something that was you know taken in? In a, in a situation that's not really what you're going to provide. Uh, so I don't like that idea because I, I also think it sends kind of the wrong message. <laughs> so I, I try to get my clients to provide me the, their best pictures and use those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, can you share your insights about uh, 
logo. You know, for example, uh, when I start uh, any user experience audit, I usually uh, uh, start from logo because yeah, it's the mm-hmm. first thing that I can see on any websites. Yeah. And uh, some, uh, f- uh, from my perspective, um, uh, many users uh, memorize websites by reading their logos. And mm-hmm. it should be the same with domain name. But when yeah. someone submits a lot of uh, I don't know, elements, uh, hard written uh, fonts, uh, it's not a good idea. Can you share your insights? How to craft a simple mm-hmm. and uh, memorizable logo? Okay, I'm not really a graphic designer, but what I usually tell my clients is also, again, to keep it simple. You know, you can use geometric shapes, for example, that are easy to remember, or like if you are a realtor or something that uh, somebody that does a service uh, as an individual, you can use your own signature, you know, like uh, your name. So I try to tell people, hey, keep it simple. Try to use uh, drawings instead of, you know, complex shapes with, you know, geometric uh, intricacies and things like that because they're hard to print, they're hard to read, they're hard to remember, and you want your logo mark to be very, very easy to remember. So that's that's the point, the first point that I approach at, and then I try to work with a gra- graphic designer that will, you know, try to follow that kind of uh, guideline. And obviously, the logo is the, you know, the identity. So eventually, the site will be built to kind of, you know, reflect that identity. So the logo is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, let's switch to the the main topic, you know, because mm-hmm. we just we, I, I can feel that we can discuss about web design a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Time is restricted. Okay. Let's talk about uh, freelancing. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. our main topic: how to find clients, clients. customers, uh, and with the example of web, web design. For example, uh, I wanna start. Uh, I have zero uh, experience on freelancing. I have uh, no ratings. Uh, no customers, anything. I just register my account. What Mm -hmm. I can do first? Okay. So it's interesting. I think I have maybe two or three ideas because when I started, I was in the same situation. I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of customers or anything. I don't know where to start. So the first thing I did was I niched down. So I am from Brazil and I live in the U.S. and there's a lot of Brazilian people in the U.S. who have businesses. So I am only serving right now Brazilians who have small business in the, in the United States because I want to make sure that I niche down and I don't compete with everybody else along the, you know, everywhere in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. So it's one thing. You can select a niche. You can say, hey, I'm only going to do web design for doctors, okay? And then go after that niche um, and then you don't become, you know, you don't lose yourself on so much that's, you know, out there to do. So that's the first thing I did and it's, you know, worked well for me. The second thing that was kind of a surprise for me is when I started going more into freelancing uh, back in March 2020, I thought, you know, everybody knows that I do web design, I do web development, everybody knows, but I was wrong. Not everybody knows, you know, so some people that are even in your closest uh, uh, friends and families, they don't know that you do this as a freelancer, because up until now, I was, I was working full time for a company. So I had to actually go and say, hey, guys, you know, I'm doing this for a living now. So if you have a business and you need a site, come to me. And surprise, 
surprise, my own cousin came came back to me and said, hey, I need a site, <laughs> so help <laughs> me out. So you'd be surprised, you know, from the people around you that they don't know what you do and then you need to speak up. You know, go online, speak up, send them a message, uh, let everybody know that you're doing this. And the third thing I did uh, back in March too was um, I signed up for a volunteer um, organizations, websites that works with uh, nonprofit organizations, and they do assign you to web design projects that can help you build your portfolio. So you are helping a nonprofit with their website, and they are helping you with a reference. You have, you know, a little bit of a, a portfolio going on for you, one or two sites that you do like that. As an, you know, as a, you know, you don't get paid right away for it, of course, but you get the reference to be able to get paid later. So, yeah, do invest a little bit of your time in that in the beginning. Don't work for free. That's not it. You know, try to make partnerships or things that you, you know, like working with organizations that you believe in and, you know, you think it's going to be a good reference for your work going forward. So these are, you know, the three main ways right now that I'm using to kind of get customers. And eventually what happens is people get to know about you and they start spreading the word. So a lot of my works coming from referral right now because people know in my community uh, that I do this this job. Um, so yeah, so eventually I've been doing this since March, so it's a year and a half or so, uh, and I'm only doing it really part-time. I'm not really really doing it full-time, but um, it's it's been great. I mean, I get a lot of referrals now, and I don't really have to pay for ads or anything to be able to spread the word. So there you go. You have three ways of doing it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Interesting. You know, yeah. uh -huh. uh, it's like to uh, tell everyone, you know, <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. we assume, you know, people know that we do this because we've been doing it for so long, but they don't. I mean, they live their lives. They don't remember, you know, what you do. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when I started my uh, mm -hmm. uh, business uh, and yeah, uh, I think that I started from freelance as well. I registered mm -hmm. my account. And uh, when I got it that I can't compete with uh, all profiles that have good ratings, reviews, portfolios, mm -hmm. uh, and I found what they ignore. They usually uh, spend time with potential clients like 10-15 minutes and tell them uh, I, I will continue if you pay me. And mm -hmm. but I, I had this time, you know, I spent a few hours to talk to them, <laughs> to mm -hmm. explain anything, and even... Yeah. Um, yeah, my first uh, payments uh, were around five, ten dollars, you know, something okay. like this, you know. But uh, that's okay. I built my portfolio, uh, I built my ratings, uh, and even more, I gained experience. It's not exactly. about money. Yeah, mm -hmm. because uh, when you do uh, as you uh, mentioned about uh, non-profit mm -hmm. organizations, it's the same, you know, when you accept mm -hmm. uh, low-paid jobs uh, and yeah, to build your experience and portfolio. That's okay. right. Okay, let's uh, talk about uh, your um, way to uh, to discuss a potential uh, project. For example, uh, mm -hmm. your cousin or uh, any of friends or mm -hmm. it doesn't matter, you know, uh, came to me and asked, uh, please help me. I want to build my website. Do you have mm -hmm. some checklist uh, where you start? Uh, yeah, share your insights about that. Yeah, yeah. So I usually, you know, usually people come to you like this. Hey, I need a website. How much do you charge? 
That's what people say, you know, they don't come to you and explain exactly what they want because they don't know what they want. So you need to have a 15 minute conversation with them on a the phone, gather some information. So I start asking, you know, what do you need a website for? Like my, uh, this, this person is a, an architect and she said, Hey, I have a website that I made myself in weeks. I don't like it. You know, I just put whatever there. I didn't have the time to do. So yeah, she's, she starts to tell me as I ask questions in, you know, why? do you need a website okay what is it for are you going to sell anything what do you want to what do you expect out of this website do you want it to generate leads for you so you can get customers out of it so slowly you start getting that information on a 15-minute chat then usually what I do is, hey, uh, let's, you know, I'll give you a ballpark of what I charge for a site like that, six-page six website sort of thing. So in my, in my website, I have in my services page packages. I created packages for websites. So it's very easy for the person to understand in bullet points what's included in the package for the website that they need. So I made it simpler for me and for my customer to understand what it is they're going to get if they you know contract my services and then if they say hey i like what i saw there i want to proceed i want to go ahead then my next step is to do a zoom call and a briefing for like half an hour 45 minutes and then jot down all of the details you know what's your best product or service that you provide where are you located do you want to you know reach people around you know let's say you are in orlando florida you want to reach people only in orlando you want to sell everywhere what's what's the deal so then you go to the you know beats and pieces uh, of you know what makes up the business to actually be able to you know come up with a proposal for for work for the website so that's my my step my step-by-step -step process mm -hmm. okay let's talk about price uh, okay <laughs> everyone loves this topic mm -hmm. uh, and i can share um, insights from seo perspective for example if mm -hmm. i have a client and uh, when they asked me about my price Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if I see that these clients didn't have experience with other SEO agencies, uh, SEO specialists, mm -hmm. uh, I can't sell them my products uh, because right. um, uh, when I proclaim that it costs a few uh, thousand dollars only from this number, mm -hmm. uh, they can reply, no way, I can see five, ten dollars, you know, I know, hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I think with uh, web design, it's the same. For example, yeah. um, I remember when my friend called me and asked, please help me to create a website. I, I replied to him, you know, uh, I can't help you uh, because mm -hmm. I promote them. I, I have no experience with uh, creating websites. Of course, I cooperate with many web developers, but mm -hmm. uh, it's not about creating. We cooperate in different ways. But uh, he, he asked me, okay, uh, which price they have? Uh, which the average price? I replied, mm -hmm. it's like uh, from $10,000, uh, you can get uh, some uh, simple website good website mm -hmm. by the way and mm -hmm. he replied no way i i found on fiverr uh a mm -hmm. hundred dollars uh, uh -huh. website with, with i know structure mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, for me it's hard to explain you know people it is, who, have it no, is. who have no experience uh, mm -hmm. they need to try you know I, I often reply okay let's do it try you can uh, invest a hundred dollars to get what uh, and um, after this you can understand that it costs money can you share yeah. your insights about that yeah definitely when website design is the same situation and unfortunately sites like this one fiverr just made it worse because you know people are working for 
you know, fish and chips. <laughs> And then we work with solutions. So to me, pricing is attached to solutions. It's not attached to a commodity. Okay, so the website that I build is not a commodity to, for your company, and I'm not going to sell it for a price. I am going to talk to the company and come up with a solution for them to be able to get results. So that's the starting point there that I think we have to make very clear to the client. Yeah, you could build your own website if you want for free. If you're going to get any views on this website and if you're going to get any leads or if it's going to do anything for you, it's another story. So what I try to show my clients is the value in doing the website. It's not only the website. So when I sell my packages, for example, I already include uh, Google Analytics um, uh, integration, search console submissions, you know, all of these little bits and pieces that come up with the whole picture that comes you know into the whole picture of building a website it's not only sitting in front of the computer and putting some nice pictures around some funny text and that that's it okay so price is definitely attached to solution so if you know it's a complex solution it's a site for a company that that you know has a complex product it's complex to explain it's you know more a lot more work to be able to actually transmit and pass on the information about that that product or service then of course it's going to cost a, a bit more than a site for uh, a beautician that, that cuts hair you know that kind of thing so yeah it all depends on how you approach the sale process in talking about a solution rather than talking about ah, I'm going to build you a, a website okay so yeah if you want to just build a website yeah go to Fiverr you know do me a favor <laughs> go to Fiverr but uh, if you want a solution you know if you want to be able to show up in Google searches if you want a site that talks about your product in the correct way that you know has you know um keyword research done for you you know copywriting done correctly for you that's another story then yeah it's going to cost more okay so it's it's a bit like an analogy of you know do you want to build a tiny home that costs you know thirty thousand dollars or do you want to build a house that costs you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars so it's it's what you want you know and what you and sometimes you know if the, the client's not ready to pay whatever you charge five thousand or whatever you charge then let them go eventually they will probably come back to you you know they will say, hey, it didn't work. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, valuable. Valuable. Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's talk about um, personalization. I think that uh, we live in the world with uh, personalization when customers are impatient. They want to get what they want to search. You know, when you provide mm -hmm. something different, uh, confuse their attention. Yeah, uh, today people can live without regret and open other websites. Uh, competition can provide this hard job for you. How to uh, provide personalization in uh, web design? Uh, that means we need to learn customers, uh, audience before uh, creating uh, or share your insights, how, how to personalize web design. Yeah, definitely. You need to know who you're going to talk to. You know, I was uh, explaining this again on a masterclass that I created the other day. You know, if you're going to talk to, if you're creating a website for, let's say, a pet store, you could be a little more... Um, what do you say, a little more uh, funny on your, in your language, you know, a little more laid back in your language. And then when you go to a corporate website, obviously you can't do that. So 
that is where the personalization comes when you really understand who your customers are, uh, who you want to talk to, and how they talk. You know, it's great to go to places like forums or Facebook groups and see how these people are talking. What are they talking about? What are their problems? You know, if you're building a website for someone who has a home services, um, you know, business, a remodeling construction business, you know, what are they talking about when they when they're on this, these forums or groups and things like that? So that you can understand, you know, and adapt the language and the design of the site to that end user to be able to, you know, to, do the work for them. So that's super important. You gotta know your um, your audience, who you're talking to. And in terms of design, yes, you can do a lot of research with competitors and see how they are addressing things like that, especially larger competitors, you know, larger companies, because these companies spend a lot of money on testing. So they've already tested all of their home pages, their service pages, their about pages, you know, and they have a good structure for it and they spent lots and lots of money on it. So you do have a little bit of uh, an idea by going to your competition, you know, when it's good competition, when it's one of the highest, you know, higher competitions to have an idea of how they do things to inspire yourself too. So, yeah, yeah. you mentioned about mm -hmm. testing. Yeah, it's interesting sure. when uh, big websites, popular brands, they have mm -hmm. audience. You know, when people open their websites, they can mm -hmm. show uh, one uh, design structure today, tomorrow, mm -hmm. to change a little bit. To ch even uh, I read a study when uh, one company changed uh, a few words and increased uh, sales for a million dollars, you know, something like this. Wow. Uh -huh. yeah. um, but uh, when these uh, websites have this audience, that's okay. But when you start from scratch, when you create uh, mm -hmm. a new design, uh, you did it but how to test at that point if you have no traffic you have no audience uh, mm -hmm. you are going to get it to gain uh, can mm -hmm. you provide uh, the way how to uh, provide a b testing yeah sure so what i like to say is people have to keep in mind that websites they are progressive you know, things <laughs> that you don't create, create a website, leave it there, forget about it and never come back. Okay. So the testing exactly when you create the site, you can't do any texting, testing, you don't have traffic yet. So you're going to have to wait three months or so to be able to see traffic on your site. Okay. And then start doing testing, then start installing AB testing tools or things like hot jar to measure, you know, where people click on your pages. So there is a little bit of a, a lag, you know, that you have to wait until you have enough traffic on your site to be able to measure these things. And when you do testing and you, when you do changes, you do very small changes incrementally. You don't just come and change the whole homepage from A to B, you know, like black and white, because then you don't know what you're measuring. So testing is bits and pieces here and there that you're going to do when you have enough traffic to be able to do that. So yeah, I would say in the, in the first three to six months, it is a little bit of of a black hole for most websites, unfortunately, until you have enough data to be able to test. Okay, so that's my perspective. I don't know how you do with SEO, but you know, I think that at least there is a little bit of time that you have to wait to be able to start measuring things and getting real numbers. You know. Yeah, for SEO, mm -hmm. it's important to provide the right strategy, you know, because mm -hmm. we don't try to promote uh, all website. We promote only pages that exactly. have, yeah, to mm -hmm. cover uh, some keywords uh, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, that are related to our strategy. 
uh, something like this. Okay, let's talk about um, different uh, CRM. Uh, we have WordPress, Wix, mm -hmm. I don't know, Shopify, many others, Joomla. Uh, mm -hmm. What is the main difference to, uh, to create design for uh, different platforms? Okay, so Wix is a, a builder where you can, you know, use the Wix own interface to build your own website. Unfortunately, things like uh, website builders like Wix or I think GoDaddy has its own web builder as well. Uh, they're first very limited in the design. You kind of boxed in into the templates that they create for you. And then it goes again into that thing where you have the images and then you have to create the text and try to match. So it's not really custom. It's not really thought about for a business to be able to actually reach the audience that they want to reach. If you are on a budget and you can't afford anything else right now, you know, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, in terms of SEO, apparently, you know, Wix is not a great tool for us in, in the SEO world. Apparently, you know, people don't really like to use that very much. Um, with um, content management systems, then you have WordPress, which, which is, you know, the, the most used platform nowadays on the web to build websites and blogs. A lot more flexible, you know, you can do a lot of in SEO on the website, like in WordPress, creating in WordPress. You can do designs very freely uh, in WordPress using Elementor, for example, or Divi, which are plugins that you install on the site to be able to customize the look of the site in any way, shape, and form you want. It's very flexible. So there are different tools. And then uh, when you said Shopify, that's for e-commerce. So Shopify, WooCommerce, uh, WooCommerce is a plugin that is part of WordPress. Uh, these are e-commerce uh, platforms that you can use. Um, I myself, I prefer to work with WordPress. Um, and on the e-commerce side, side of things, I prefer to work with Shopify. I've done some WooCommerce work. I think WooCommerce for the uh, store owner is kind of clunky to use. They have a lot of difficulty using Word, um, WooCommerce, but Shopify is so easy to use, very simple to implement. So I'm trying of, you know, trying to guide my clients towards that for e-commerce. So these are my tools, you know, in terms of uh, web design, WordPress with Elementor and on e-commerce side, Shopify, I like those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that uh, um, uh, if I remember correctly, about a few studies online uh, that uh, WordPress has more SEO traffic than uh, any other platforms, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Google doesn't care uh, which platforms right. do you use. Yeah, uh, if you can create awesome website on Wix, just do it. <laughs> yeah, but mm -hmm. but it's limited. It's limited. Mm -hmm. You can't provide uh, all features. You can't uh, get everything for, because on WordPress we have open code, a bunch of plugins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's more simpler to provide mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about, you mentioned about blog. Um, uh, can you share your insights, how to craft uh, an awesome blog? Because today, 57% uh, of all traffic comes to blog, and mm -hmm. that means uh, uh, content marketing works uh, well, especially mm -hmm. when customers don't buy from unrecognizable brands. They want to know about you, and if you share some insights, uh, can cover uh, all stages of sales funnel, you can get more results. How to mm -hmm. craft this blog? Because uh, all of them are different. If I mm -hmm. open my, I can't see uh, two the same blogs. Uh, they mm -hmm. have different design structures, uh, context, uh, everything. You know, uh, for example, yeah. if, 
if I open uh, Forbes, I can see short articles uh, from another blog. I can see long articles, uh, mm-hmm. uh, some uh, hard structure, for example, CNN. You can see many, many, many mm-hmm. uh, news articles and something like this, even videos mm-hmm. uh, for uh, other blogs are only one big article. Can you provide mm-hmm. your insights how to find what works for you? Okay. I'm not really a blog designer, to be honest. You know, I don't do a lot of that. I usually use blogs as a support tool in the website. So Mm -hmm. what I usually recommend to my clients to do is, hey, if you want to start blogging about the subject where you are, you know, the niche that you work with, it's great for SEO. And you can use your your blog to support your service page. So I was explaining the other day, for example, a person here that has a landscape company they could talk about French drain which is part of landscaping explain what it is and how it works and link to their French drain service in their website so I like that idea of blogging supporting website services pages in terms of driving traffic to the site now how to build a blog or if you should use this platform or that or you know this format or that it's not really my ballpark to be honest I do follow follow somebody on YouTube that talks about that and they have courses about that. I can, you know, send you the details later if you want to, you know, publish in the, in the link on your YouTube or something. But um, yeah, so usually blogs uh, for me with my clients, I recommend them to create as a support system to their websites. So that's my approach to blogs. Okay. Yeah. I have the last question mm-hmm. about, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, if someone uh, wanna uh, provide the same job than you do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for example, uh, as you do, um, where to start uh, to learn or uh, mm-hmm. to act? Uh, for example, uh, in SEO perspective, uh, I usually read a lot of blog posts. Uh, yeah. I love reading books, mm-hmm. I listen to audio podcasts, uh, I can watch videos, but uh, I often see when other, uh, my colleagues prefer to uh, learn from courses. Uh, that's okay, you know, if you love this way, uh, nothing is wrong with that. I think that uh, mm-hmm. you can choose what works for you. For example, I love blogs. Uh, yeah, it's my mm-hmm. the, be- the best way of learning. Can you share mm-hmm. your insights uh, how to start learning and acting uh, Yeah, to uh, mm-hmm. jump on this field? Okay, so to me, if you want to be a web designer nowadays, you know, Back in the day when I became a web designer, I went to university. I did five-year degree in information technology, and one of the subjects was software development and web development. So I learned HTML and all of the things that come with that back then. But nowadays, there are lots of shorter courses like boot camps for web developers because, you know, you have to have some of the technical aspects too, you know. Having just the marketing and the design perspective sometimes is not enough, okay? So it's good to know a little bit of programming, you know, PHP programming, just to give you the basis of it. So I like the idea of boot camps. They're usually, you know, six weeks or, uh, you know, something like that, and you can get a good basis for that. And then you have to start your own projects. You have to just install WordPress on your computer yourself, you know, go to blog posts, go to YouTube videos, learn how to do that. How do I install WordPress on my computer? Create a, 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 you know, a simple website for yourself 
so that you can start getting, you know, the, you know, the practice of it in learning of it. There's a lot of courses on YouTube for free that you can watch on how to build Word, uh, WordPress websites. I think there's a channel, WP Crafter or something on YouTube. He talks about every single plugin you can imagine. So, you know, there's plenty of resources online. You do have to dedicate yourself, you know, sometimes some time to that because it's more technical you know you have to make sure the site works and if it breaks you have to know how to fix it and where to go to look for the problem so uh you're gonna have to learn some of the technical aspects of programming and all of that to be a web designer i prefer to know some of that than just to you know uh just to learn design by design i don't think that's enough in case you want to support a website for a client that needs that website running 24 7 uh so yeah so you know, book camps, YouTube, plenty, um, yeah, blog posts. There are great books out there. Uh, but to me, practice, you know, trying uh, is, is the key. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks a lot, Adriana. Yeah, it's valuable. Uh, uh -huh. Learned a little bit, you know. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, okay, tell our audience how they can find you, reach out to you, follow you. Sure. Okay. So I'm on LinkedIn as Adriana Themy. You can look me up there. I'm also on Instagram at Adriana Themy. And my website, you can go to atwebpro.com and you see my website. So if you need anything website related, uh, I'm your man, a <laughs> woman. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, you can find uh -huh. all these links uh, in the description below. Listen us uh -huh. on Google, Spotify, Apple, and thanks a lot for your time you know yeah you uh i love your insights uh, uh yeah uh, and uh, yeah awesome to see mm -hmm. you anytime <laughs> sure thank you so much and natalie it was great uh, talking to you and uh you know all the best on your seo work and everything you do thanks for listening to this entire podcast Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.